All right. You guys ready to go? Ready to start? I, I think I'm yeah. ready to go. I'm good. I'm Gucci. All right. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Greenly. Green, how are you doing today? Did Green freeze? I think he froze. He is literally frozen solid. Dude, it's not that cold, okay? <laughs> As I say, it's not that cold, Green. Um, while we try to figure that out, uh, <laughs> with us 99.9% of the time. Fuck, man. Now I got to carry? You got to carry. Damn it. <laughs> it's RevsFan. Padre, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Danny. I, uh... I got me a pretty solid nap in, woke up with a bit of headache, it's gone now. I'm gonna have some bomb-ass stuffed poblano and Anaheim peppers after this. What? Uh, and I've been getting my hands on some really awesome uh, short games that I'm gonna really like to do um, do some rundowns on soon, but I wanna kind of batch them into a few, like kind of a little special piece, so that's coming down the road. But it's it's been a good past few weeks, man. Excellent. How about uh, yourself? I get to ask. I get to ask. How about you? Usually Green gets to ask that. So how about you? How are you doing, Danny? I'm doing... I'm fucking cold. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I am fucking cold. Okay, so he left the chat. I think he joined the chat again. Oh. Is he? Hi, I'm Mr. Green Elite. Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Danny. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, shit. Now I'm back to me. Okay. There we go. If we can see him, he can see us. He can, he can hear us, I think. <laughs> Hello. Anyways, I'm doing co- I'm doing good. I'm doing fucking cold. Um, Greenlee, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I am having the greatest day of my life. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I, oh, I, I already asked. Yeah, I already got to ask Green. I got to ask <laughs> oh. how he was doing this week. <laughs> We're really you breaking all that from me. <laughs> We're really breaking the mold this week. <laughs> you destroyed my tradition, as is tradition. As okay. <laughs> Put a curse on your bloodline. Family will know this curse for years and generations to come. <laughs> so, um, yes, guys, welcome to the show. If you guys miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We hope you guys get uh, some value out of this. And if you guys do like what you see here, give us a like and maybe tell a friend. Um, Every week we have a question of the week. This week our question is, did you buy anything in this Steam Lunar New Year sale? Or, as we found out, there's a Humble Bundle sale today as well uh, that you can get for like 24-ish hours. If you bought anything on a Lunar New Year sale, what did you buy? Let us know in the live chat or in the comments down below on this YouTube video. Uh, before the show starts proper, uh, I wanted to s- just give my sympathies to the folks down in Texas. Rev uh, knows uh, a lot about what's going on because he hasn't experienced any kind of weather like this in Oklahoma, and it seems like um, it's uh, not fun, especially for you, Rev, but... Um, oh, I'm having a blast, dude. I'm not part of the whole rolling blackouts thing. I've been enjoying the hell out of it. We had snowball fights and hot cocoa. It's been amazing. Yeah. Well, for... <laughs> I, I do feel bad for the people in Texas, though, because they have to deal with the, the controlled blackouts. And well, and, and OKC has to deal with like the bigger areas yeah. are having to deal with it. We're not, luckily, but well, it does suck because I have a lot of friends down there that are 
they're they, they've been 24 36 hours without power now and it's yeah i hate that for them yeah uh mcrayla uh friend of the show friend personal friend of mine she's been 36 hours without power um mm-hmm. yeah and you said controlled blackouts from what i understand they're not so controlled blackouts anymore oh um, great <laughs> unfortunately uh yeah so sympathies to you guys down there um if i can offer any advice it's if you if you don't have a home battery system after this or currently get one um even if it's just like a jumper box it is having some sort of battery system at home that will constantly just be charged and you can get some power from to like charge a heater or to run like a space heater or something like that invaluable um if you it's i i say a a battery system just because generators are expensive um and they are uh at times like these they are incredibly valuable to steal um as i learned uh through the derecho uh for those who don't know um this past august uh my area experienced um basically an inland hurricane a derecho and we were at without power in much of the metro for two weeks um my place got power like in four days um i was one of the lucky ones my internet was out for two days and that was too damn long my internet out was out for like three weeks four weeks <laughs> it was too way too damn long um so yes my sympathies out to people in texas i i kind of want to like maybe put together a video of some sort just like showing like my basic power outage supplies i've learned now (laughs) what i need um and i will probably do that for you guys Uh, i have vacation this week so probably next week i'll put that together for folks so you guys let's not forget that flint michigan is still without clean drinking water yes Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and no criminal charges have been have been brought forward Mm mm-hmm <sighs> yeah, nothing uh, what a, what a time to be a developed first world country huh exactly oh don't... electrical power grids dirty water hmm. oh don't worry i got i got some mentions about something very similar uh later in the in today's show um but let's let's get to the meat of the show shall we um padre yes you've got a game you want to talk about i do okay first i want to give a shout out to uh my friend for suggesting this game for me um I'm sorry, he you suggest- kind of went robotic there. Who's the friend? Oh, wait, am I back? Am I back? You're good, good? you're good. Okay. All right, so Duty Beard um, is a buddy of mine. And uh, God, uh, I bet I went robotic because I'm talking about this this game. Um, it's called Pony Island. It's a uh, it's a legitimate cult classic at this point. It came out in 2016. Uh, brief rundown, Pony Island is a game developed and published by Canadian indie developer, surprise, surprise, uh, Daniel Mullins. It's a metafictional game. The game has the player interact with what appears to be an old arcade cabinet called Pony Island. The player soon discovers the game is corrupted by Lucifer himself, who is trying to claim the player's soul for him. Uh, the player ends up, you get aided by uh, by this other soul that was previously inhabited. You actually try to like break through and delete core files within the game so you can get out of it and everything. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Um, it's it, obviously you can tell by looking at it. It is not a difficult game to run, but it it's really 
challenging in a lot of ways. I didn't expect this. It's very challenging in its puzzle aspect, although still pretty intuitive. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain how something could be both challenging and very intuitive, but it was. So I was actually really appreciative of that. Um, I was able to clear it in about a stream, so it was. it's not a very long game. I know it retails for $4.99, goes on sale regularly. I actually, I'm pretty sure I picked it up on the Steam. It's one of the ones I picked up on Steam Lunar Sale for 67% off, so it was super cheap. Um, but yeah, you're actually trapped within the game's code. You come to find out there, I, I don't want to like spoil a lot because it's actually worth playing, but you end up coming to like find out some really interesting things uh, as you go on about the uh, about the arcade cabinet, about who you are, how long you've been there, and stuff like that. Very puzzle heavy though, like very puzzle heavy and in, in, in very like throw you to the wolves kind of way not a well here's what you do here here's what you do here here's no you got to figure this shit out for your own it's pretty awesome um to run it all you need is like windows vista or better um recommended is like four gigs ram and like 400 megabytes of available space and that's like that's it that's like all you have to have um you can run on like an integrated graphics card it's clearly not that difficult of a game but yes i highly recommend Fun game. Couple of scary I, moments in it. Can I also mention that it's on uh, Mac OS as well? Ooh, it's on Mac OS. That tells you there. Now you freaking iPhone lovers. No, I'm kidding. But uh, I think I honestly, this is a game. Speaking of like iOS, you know, this is a game that usually ends up getting uh, getting asked. Or a question that gets asked is, could it possibly be played on mobile? This one I think could, um, because literally the only thing you use through like the whole game is uh your mouse you don't have to use you don't have to use arrow keys a lot or anything it's literally your mouse so it's left click right click and move your mouse around so i could see that being a really good uh really good mobile game it is a little bit older so i don't know if they'll make it into a mobile game uh if they'll bother at this point but or if it has been already i didn't actually check that I wouldn't be surprised if it was but yeah, it's it's currently only available on Windows, Linux, and Mac OS. Okay, okay, so there you go. Um, but no, I I, I highly recommend it. Super fun game. It was it, it like I said, it had a lot of dark elements to it, like the whole satanic thing because Lucifer is the one that's taken over the arcade cabinet, and you actually have to battle other like demons from hell. And they used okay, so a little bit of small background information here just to kind of give you some basis. I have a book on uh demons and demonology. And they actually, it's like they pulled the the pictures from that book, pixelized them, and made them into the demons into the game. So like the individual ones, like uh, Beelzebub, Asmodeus, and all them, they like those actual, you know, the demons of hell. They look like the way they're supposed to, just like pixelated. So they they actually did their research into uh, into demonology. Um, not gonna lie, we got a little nervous later. Started hearing like noises, and I was like, oh my god, I played, I played. I played a game that's going to get me uh, get me killed by the devil. Fantastic, um, but no, nah, it's it, it's it's a ton of fun. Highly recommend. Is this the Ouija it, like, board of video games? It is. Oh yes, exactly. It's the Ouija board of video games, dude. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, at at five bucks retail, find it on sale and give it a little run through because it's. I mean, one, if you're a content creator, it makes for some pretty good content. And two, if you're not, it's just a pretty fun game to play through if you're into kind of like that whole like dark magic type thing and making making something that's not supposed to be dark and creepy dark and creepy kind of like the don't hug me i'm scared videos 
I don't know if y'all have seen those. They're freaking terrifying, even though yeah. they shouldn't be. So yeah, that's that's kind of if you're into stuff like that, hundred percent play it, no doubt. But um, yeah, I mean, wait till it's on sale. It goes on sale regularly. O- older indie games typically do. They'll go on sale almost any time. Like yeah. if if the hype of an indie game goes down after a while, you know, because it happens, then the mm-hmm. prices will drop. Um, yeah. Yeah, sale wise, I see it mostly go for sixty seven percent off, uh, according to SteamDB, uh, which puts it at right around a dollar sixty four. I think they're um, rounding up. I think they try to make it 66.6% off because that would just be perfect, wouldn't it? Beyond brand. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's according to SteamDB, that's about the time that it's um that it's uh it, it, that's about what it goes on sale for. Um yeah. so yeah, definitely one that that can get picked up for pretty cheap, which is awesome. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to say I almost pulled the trigger on it during the Steam Summer Sale because it was the same the same price off, but I picked it up on the Steam Lunar Sale because it was that price. It goes on sale, like I think, every time a Steam Sale comes up. Yeah. Um, Anything else on, on Pony Island? I mean, I think you've answered pretty much everything. The art style on it looks great. It looks it looks wonderful. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's really cool too because it's like it's kind of deceiving because if you you know you look at it the the art style is really simplistic looking and the way it glitches and changes as the game progresses it's it's so seamless that it's it's wonderful it's it's amazing like i i I made it known time and time again that i'm a big fan of when games institute unique art styles which is why i um whenever i get ready to cover a bunch of the um spring festival demos I get ready to cover those uh, next or are we doing the show next week? Yes. Okay. Next week I will cover those. Uh, you're going to hear me talk about a game called potion craft. Same, same concept, just great, great art style. And that's, that's what really kind of got me with this game more than just the story itself was the art and how they, they were so seamlessly transitioning back from like cute and fun and pony Island to, Oh yeah. Lucifer's here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, green. Thoughts, opinions, questions? No, sounds creepy. It's a little creepy. He's a wheel, creepy. Just a wheel creepy. Yeah, just a wheel bit. Um, okay, question here. Uh, do we want to go... Do we want to uh, kind of break the format of the uh, show that I have here and go into the Lunar New Year's sales pickups? Yeah, we can. All right, sure. Yeah. Let's go into that. Uh, I was kind of looking at my order. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do our... Let's do that a little bit different audible Um, audible (laughs) okay so i didn't get any anything during the steam lunar new year sale but you guys did right what'd you guys pick up we'll start with uh green i did uh let's see i picked up phasmophobia that's uh, you know i haven't played it yet but (gasps) I, i finally picked it up yeah 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 i'm gonna hate myself the whole time playing it i already know oh dude so much fun it's not even like scary it's so much fun you're gonna love it Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, I've I've only seen videos of people like fucking screaming at the top of their lungs. You know, like Rev. I've seen uh, it. No. Uh, and then I picked up a uh, golf it, which apparently is multiplayer, um, like a mini putt putt game. Um, I got suggested for that, and then I picked up The Witcher Three. Finally, I've never I've played it. I never played it before the Steam sale. Just finally picked it up. I played a few hours of it so far. Been really enjoying it 
And then I picked up like five copies of last year, which is like a deceit style, um, like five survivors versus one, you know, killer, um, dead by daylight, you know, style game, um, where they essentially, it's like a high school setting where they have to escape a high school and there's like different class, like each character has like different, um, perks, um, like the jock and, you know, the smart kid and stuff like that. Um, so there was 50 cents for those. So I bought like five copies and I sent them out. Um, so yeah, that's pretty, you know, pretty much all I, I picked up. Nice. Excellent. Rev, how about you? Well, uh, as I said before, I picked up, um, uh, Pony Island, but I also picked up Dark Deception Monsters and Mortals. So for those of you who have seen me talk about Dark Deception, because I actually believe I covered it on the show at one point, it's like the horror Pokemon, or not Pokemon, a uh, horror Pac-Man style game where you're running away, like the first level's free on on Steam, so give it a try if you haven't, where it's like you're sitting there running through the the little abandoned hotel and the giant like symbol monkeys with the blades for hands are chasing you. Well, they made a multiplayer version of this. Um, so I picked that up, and it's it's essentially like, yeah, you're all kind of like trying to outwit each other and get the most deals you get power-ups and stuff like that to use it was kind of it was, it was, it's pretty fun so far i haven't got to dive too deep into it um and then i also picked up the henry stickman collection i've heard good things about it they did like a full remaster on the on the collection to remove copyrighted stuff and all that to make it more uh more friendly for streamers to use so i'm going to be doing that got that for pretty cheap um aside from that i picked up oh i picked up the mount your friends bundle <laughs> mount your friends one and two that was uh that was actually actually I think I may have picked that up before. It was still on sale, but I think I've actually picked it up before. So uh aside from that, I think the only other thing I picked up was um Stanley Parable. I, I got the Stanley Parable during the the lunar sale for pretty cheap. Everything I bought was like over was over fifty percent off. Um I picked up Little Nightmares too, but it wasn't on sale because it was brand new. <laughs> Now that's but, one you've been excited for Little Nightmares too. Have you had your hands on it yet at all? Nope. I'm going. I'm going to go flying blind as soon as I finish playing Omori. I'm going to dive straight to Little Nightmares too. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm scared because the first one was so trippy. It was crazy yeah. creepy. Yeah. I'm excited. Um. Yeah. Was there anything else with the with the Lunar New Year sale pickups? I, again, I didn't buy anything. Um. I have a backlog of things that I've been trying to play through for months now. So, <laughs> um, I, I have not added anything to my collection in quite a while. But. Um, well, technically I didn't buy it, but as a result of sending out a copy of, uh, last year, I, you know, reluctantly got forced a game in return by, uh, one chocolate. Oh. Yeah, so I got uh, Hellblade. Okay, yeah. No Sacrifice and Goat of Duty. Yes. Oh, we got to play, dude. I have it. I have Goat of Duty. Have let's it? play. Oh, yeah. Let's yes, play it's Quake style. It's so fun. Me and Pinata both have it. Uh, yeah, Goat of Duty. And then I think you sent me a PC building simulator. I, and I nice. like I, I stressed multiple times in, in Chocolate when you listen to this, I hate you. Um, I stressed to him multiple times. He does not need to give me anything in return. It was a 50 cent game and he sent me three games. So I, yeah. I, 
I'm curious to see you play Sensua because it is it uh, Rev. It's like a it's a Souls like game, right? You talk about Hellblade? Yeah. Sensua sacrifice? Uh, it yeah, kinda. There's a lot of dodging and stuff, but like the thing that gets me about it is it's not like the battles aren't particularly difficult like they are during a like in a, in a typical Souls like. Um, this one, uh, knowing Green has top notch equipment, the whispers. The whispers are. I just want to see his reactions to that, like because because yeah. the, the character suffers schizophrenia, so she she sees a lot. She sees and hears a lot of hallucinations, and they capture it perfectly in the surround sound of your headphones. It's the what? Don't oh, tell yeah. him anymore. Don't tell him anymore. I want to watch him play it. I because he's. Oh yeah, no, you're good. Because oh, yeah, the good. the other uh, souls like souls ish game that I've seen him play is um, Jedi. Oh, right, right. Uh, Jedi the Fallen Order, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only other, like, game like that I've seen you play, so I would like like to see you play more of those. And I guess you just picked up Witcher, which is kind of similar, but not necessarily, like, as much. So I want to see you play that. Now that I know you uh, have I feel, I feel like this is very sus. Like, you're, like, trying to divert that it's the, know, oh, a creepy Okay, game. so here's the thing. It's not the game itself is not it's not like a horror game. It is an action game. It's just like if you have good equipment, it can be like chilling at times. Like there's mm-hmm. not you're not gonna be like ah you know, scared and stuff it's like atmospheric like demo. Very atmospheric. atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not, like yeah, but the environment itself is not unsettling. It's not like you know, you you're you, there's not like this built up sense of dread. You're fine. It's just I wanna see how you react to the to the whispers. <laughs> The look on your face just Ooh. okay i imagine vr version it's they have it on vr and i'm going to test it out here in the next couple of weeks i'm so excited I, it, yeah it, it attached the vr the vr edition to mine as well but i don't have a vr headset or setup. Yeah. i imagine and it's been a little while since i've seen anything on on hellblade but i imagine it's probably pretty similar to how like the trippiness and the kind of like the unsettlingness is with all the trippy scenes of like the Far Cry series. We're like, oh yeah, you're just gonna take these drugs and like you're gonna have like have like this weird Shangri La experience for uh and hear things and see things <laughs> on the screen for like five minutes. Um Okay, that's the uh Lunar New Year sale. Anything else that we wanted to mention on that? No. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Do we want to take a quick break and then go into our other conversation topics? Or do we want to go to our next conversation topic and then do a break after? Uh, yo, we could go ahead and do a break. Uh, I do want to make like one quick indie announcement that I oh, just yeah. found out though. Um, so Blasphemous mm-hmm. is getting an update called Strife and Ruin. And they're actually doing a uh, crossover with... Bloodstained, or yeah, Bloodstained. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Bloodstained uh, Ritual of the Night. It's another Team 17 game. It's like a Metroidvania style. They're doing a crossover. They're adding a boss rush mode, which ought to be awesome. So that's kind of like, that's actually kind of a big deal in the indie world because Blasphemous is pretty, pretty well liked and it got announced just today, but it's coming out on the, in two days. Like they're updating it. So that's awesome. Damn. Which you guys can see Rev's playthrough, I think, on YouTube, right? Uh, actually, I didn't keep Blasphemous, oh. but I may do one uh, with this new update. Do it. Do it. All right. We'll be back in two minutes. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Don't touch Are that Are you a dial. coffee lover? Do you need a little pep in your step in the morning? 
What about knowing where your coffee comes from? Is that important? Well, try Grampian Roast Coffee on Etsy. That's Grampian, G-R-A-M-P-I-A-N. And see our selection of single origin and blended coffees. Use code REVSVEN, R-E-V-S-V-E-N, at checkout to save 15% off of your purchase. All right, and we are back. And thankfully, we missed Rev's uh, Rev's rendition of Tank. Um, otherwise, we'd have to get uh, we'd have to get copyright claimed. Oh yeah, yeah, because they hammered down on that. They just now let that album come out on Spotify. <laughs> did they really? They did they just yeah. let the uh, Cowboy Bebop album come out? Yeah, like mid to late last year. I did not know that. So we decided this week we were going to do. Um, we were just going to talk about some free software that you guys should know about for, uh, this is going to be specifically for PC. We might do one for phones and and stuff later. Um, but we all have some free software that we think you guys should know about and, uh, have installed on your computers, uh, ranging for a variety of different uses. Um, do we want to kind of do this round Robin where we'll just kind of, I'll start and then we'll go to, go to green rev and kind of go in a circle there. You can do that. It doesn't matter to me, yeah. Okay. So uh, my first piece of free software that you should know about and have installed is called Specky. S-P-E-C-C-Y. And this is a software that's meant to report the status and temps of your PC components. Um, it'll tell you all about your drives and peripherals and networking as well. Very awesome, especially if you're looking at, uh, if you're trying to figure out if a piece of software is not performing up to what it needs to, if it's running hot, stuff like that. It'll tell you all of that in real time. Fantastic piece of uh, software. Specky. S-P-E-C-C-Y. Green, what do you got? Uh, Well, mine's pretty obvious. It's a a form of Game Launcher, um, specifically uh, GOG, Galaxy. Um, that's the one I believe they can launch from other uh, launchers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course Steam and Epic. Uh, you know, if you're going to be playing games on PC, you should have a game launcher. Uh, GOG Galaxy is uh, what's it called? Uh, free. Uh, what's that? DRM free. DRM. Yeah, exactly. anything from GOG is DRM free. Yeah. So. Um, that's another plus for it as well. So, what is uh, what is for people that are dumb like me? What does DRM free mean? Uh, DRM is digital rights management. So that is that is strings of code inside a game that protect the IP from things like piracy or from altering the files or making modifications to the files, stuff like that. Um. DRM, especially on PC, is um, looked down upon because it can cause other problems. Um, a, a great example is there's a proprietary form of DRM called DeNovo, which uh, will actually affect the performance of a game um, because it's constantly running and can actually cause all sorts of problems so you can have like a high end you can meet the minimum specs but because of de novo um you, it'll not run up to what it needs to uh there's other there's other privacy concerns about certain uh, drm softwares and stuff like that that get added into games um 
Valorant had some problems with that. But yeah, that's what DRM is. Digital rights management. Okay. Uh, I did not know. Yep, and that's uh, and that's GOG, which is also owned by CD Projekt Red. That's one of the big things that they always tout is that they are all the games that they sell are DRM free. Oh, okay. Yep. Awesome. Does that uh, mean it's my turn? That is your turn. All right. So I'm going to be just kind of briefly running down um, on my end things that are essentially Adobe replacements. Um, I, I got I got a few of them, you know, for content creators that might want to be able to make thumbnails or edit videos or anything like that without having to worry about paying a monthly subscription fee to Adobe. And I'm going to start off with uh, with GIMP. It's a it's a very popular Photoshop alternative. Um, allows you to edit your pictures. You know, uh, I believe it. If I remember correctly, it does have like alpha channel exports, so you can send it out without um without backgrounds if you want to make transparent PNGs and stuff like that. Uh, it's very, very, very helpful in making making editing to pictures that you want to put on thumbnails, which will be on the product I'm going to cover next. So GIMP instead of Adobe Photoshop. And no, that's not the thing with the leather. It's just a program. <laughs> or uh, or um, an ableist slur, as it were. Yes. Um, so my uh, number two is called KeyPass 2. It's K-E-E-P-A-S-S, KeyPass 2. Uh, and this is an open source password manager that you can manage and save all your passwords in one secure way. So instead of paying for some of those password services that you see like on YouTube, this is just one. You install it. Um, you can create different groups of passwords. So for your social media, for your bank accounts, for your bill payments, all that stuff, you can create different groups of passwords. And all you need is just one password to remember for those for those groups. Again, open source, it's free. Um, probably a pretty good thing, especially if you're someone, if you uh, are trying to run businesses, you want to guys, security is a great way to save yourself a lot of money. Let me just tell you that. Security, making sure you are secure is a great way to save a lot of money. Um, so yeah, KeePass, K-E-E-P-A-S-S-2. And you guys can um, get that on Ninite. If you guys uh, have never heard of Ninite, it's a um, it's a website where you can get like a bunch of software, just like one big download, and it's safe and secure. Um, and I'll leave a link to that in the episode description because it's one of those things, if you buy a new PC, that should be the first website you visit. Green, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is MSI Afterburner. If you want to get a little bit of performance out of your uh, GPUs in your system, this is a great tool. Uh, helps with overclocking. However, I do have to stress, um, put a little warning on label on there. Um, do it on your own caution. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not telling you not to do it. Uh, make sure that you watch YouTube videos on how to overclock uh, and get extra performance out of your graphics cards. Um, and make sure you don't overdo it because overclocking your your GPUs over a certain point um, can be very dangerous for your for your hardware. Um, so so if you're looking to squeeze that little extra little performance out of that graphics card, um, that is a great option. Again, I gotta stress, use it in your own caution. Yes. Uh, Rev, your next one. 
this one. Okay, this is my favorite one of the uh, of my entire list because I use this daily. I make all of my YouTube thumbnails through Canva. Um, Canva is an absolutely fantastic alternative to Adobe InDesign. Uh, it, it allows you to do anything from putting together little promotional posts for you know on for Instagram, YouTube. You can go in and type in exactly what you're trying to make, and it'll automatically put the proportions in for you. So, like YouTube thumbnail, it suggests 1280 by was it 1280 by 720 i believe um instagram post will automatically put it in the one one for you and stuff like that it has all kinds of elements now there is a paid version of it like a, a paid subscription version of it that allows you to export um transparent backgrounds out of it but you do get to pick your file style that you export out whether it be a jpg or a pdf or anything and even if you design something really cool on it you can order canvas prints and stuff like that from it it's really really awesome uh canva is hands down my favorite free software that I use on the daily. I I can also say I really do like uh, Canva, especially for like making Instagram stories and stuff for myself. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram and you see like the, the weekly story that I do for like promoting the podcast, I use that. I use Canva to, to run that stuff. Uh, so I can, I can sign off on that one too. Um, I think it's my turn. I think it is. Uh, my next one again. I'm I'm going for some serious utility stuff here. Uh, Revo Uninstaller, which is a fantastic piece of software for uninstall for uninstalling uh, pesky bloatware, malware, and other bullshit you don't want on your PC. I have used this several times to help clean up people's computers. <laughs> There's been a couple t different times where someone's gotten a virus, something rough on their computer, they can't seem to get rid of it. Revo Uninstaller has not failed me yet. Again, it's on Ninite. 100%. One of the first things you should get, along with a good antivirus on your PC. Um, yeah, get that one. Green, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is an obvious one, uh, especially for... Uh, I, I'm gearing more towards you know PC gaming. Um, it's Discord. I've seen a lot of people who are in-game... Um, like Call of Duty, Destiny, stuff like that that don't have Discord as a way of communicating. Um, and, you know, when you first go into Discord, it can be a little uh, complicated with like figuring out how to work through servers and stuff like that. Uh, but it is a fantastic communication device. Um, some of the best audio quality. I mean, we strictly use Discord for for the podcast. Uh, I always use Discord for communicating with my teammates on PC. Um, unless I can't avoid it with like someone who's playing on console, which consoles, for the love of God, just port Discord options to your your consoles, please. It's so much better than any in-game VoIP of any game ever. Um, but yeah, Discord, Discord's the way to go. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. That's a good one, Rev. So one that I pulled here. Uh... This one I haven't used personally myself, but so many pe people vouch for it because I'm a pleb and I bought the lifetime license to uh, Wondershare Filmora as my video editing program. But instead of Adobe Premiere, I hear a ton of people sing the praises of DaVinci Resolve. Um, they, it's a pretty in-depth one, has a lot of elements in it that are similar to Premiere that allow you to be able to really put together good, um, good video presentations and stuff like that for YouTube or anything like that. Um, I know. I, again, I can't speak on it too much myself. I'm just kind of speaking from what I've read on how many people do really enjoy DaVinci Resolve. And with it being free, if you want to edit videos, why not give it a shot and learn it? 
I I can't vouch for DaVinci Resolve. Um, I do know that we have talked about Hit Film Express on the show as well as another uh, alternative to Premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, Hit Film's not bad. Uh, I, I, that's what I was using before Premiere. Yeah. And he's using Premiere because I gave him access to my Adobe account. <laughs> Don't tell. Don't tell them that. <laughs> so it's okay. They're lovers. They should. Uh, yeah, we. I'm gonna get your Adobe band. It's no, it is completely legal to share if you open mouth kiss. That's the rules. Yeah, yeah so. you know, homie, homies kiss homies on the forehead. Good night. It's, it's not weird. Our butts touch on the regular. On yep. the regular, and I touch his butt. Yes. Um. Uh, my next one. Uh, this is gonna sound weird. Open Office. Because I tell you what, if I did not pay eighty dollars, I tell you what, if I did not pay eighty dollars from Microsoft Office already, I would have fucking saved my goddamn time and just use Open Office and Google Docs. I Dude, use Google, Google Docs. Docs. We still oh. use Google Docs for the show. Oh yeah. Dude, and Sheets. Dude, Google's Google Docs, Sheets drive oh but i will say there are times when you can't when you when you don't have access to the internet and you still need to be able to do some word processing and stuff like that open office fantastic save yourself the fucking money you don't need to buy microsoft word especially if you're a student just know that you don't need to just your teacher tells you you stand up in that class, you say, listen here, Mr. Teacher Man or Ms. Teacher Lady or non-gender binary teacher person. I don't need to do this. Yeah, bitch. I don't need this. It's universal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, open office. Uh, did you have another one, uh, Green, that you wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. Uh, OBS. All right. OBS, OBS. Uh, and like, even if you're even if you're not a streamer. OBS Studios is a, a, can be a very valuable tool, um, especially like if you want to re- record your gameplay um, and like put it on YouTube or even just to show your friends or something like you had something happen. You're like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing play I've ever seen in my entire life. I've seen way too many people, um, especially like uh, um, with like PlayStation and Xbox, uh, like with the, the game capture stuff. And they'll like record it with their cell phone. Like, but if you have a PC and a capture card, and you you can run your console through that too, and capture that through OBS and record it, and and put it on Facebook or whatever, it is much better quality. Or if you decide to in the future, if you if you decide to stream, um, you know, OBS is the way to go. Um, I mean, some people have preferences with OBS versus XSplit and all that. That's a different a different topic. Um, but I always recommend OBS. OBS, 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 is, OBS is such a good, like a good basic one. Like Streamlabs has all like the extras for like beginning streamers, but OBS is such a good basic starter. You know, it's yeah, like, OBS Studios so is is the base, and then like you can get the stream elements or the Streamlabs plugins, mm-hmm. and they they work fantastic. Um, I personally, if, if I had to recommend either one of those, I would pick the Stream Elements. Uh, so OBS Live versus Streamlabs OBS, but OBS is an invaluable tool for recording. Even if you're even if you're not recording your gameplay, it's also good for recording like yourself and you know podcast something. 
Mm-hmm. I have podcasts if you're yeah. making a YouTube video. I I was just asked by a coworker, her son, um, just like one state, like for like local for high school swimming. And she said that there's a news broadcast that she would like to have a copy of and asked if I could record it. Yeah, I'm just going to record it using OBS. I'm just going to she got me the, the link and I'm like, cool, here you go for, for you and your son's memoirs. <laughs> so it's there's there's a lot of reasons why you would probably want OBS just to record things, you know, broadcast or videos or whatever else from, you know, things that you want to keep. And it's remember, it's not piracy if you don't distribute it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's yes. a big part of piracy. If you don't distribute it for money, it's not piracy. If it's just for personal for personal uh for personal keepsakes, you're good. Uh Rev, what's your next one? Uh this one's another one I use for doing I I've recently started doing voiceover stuff on my uh on my YouTube videos like on like a previously on type thing. Uh Audacity. The Audacity instead of paying for Adobe Audition. Um, it, it, I think, don't, oh no, you use Audition because you have the Adobe Suites because, you know, Mr. Moneybags over here. Um, I still the, use Audacity. Audacity, uh, Audacity is pretty accent. gangster. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, Audacity is simple, super easy to use. Go in, you can pick whatever mic you want to set as your deal, record, you can change whatever you need to change. It's, it's a really, really good tool for, for audio recording. 100%. Yeah, I'm, kind of getting to a point with uh, adobe that i might drop it and go for some of the shit uh we'll we'll see i've been debating it for a little while but uh okay so that was audacity i think i have another one yeah you Um, have a fifth all right i I, have a fifth too i i I can have a fifth i only have four but i can make a fifth okay well uh, why don't you think about that here while i mention uh one of the ones that I pimp out a fucking lot, Touch Portal. This, my show, or my stream in this show, basically runs as well as it does because I have Touch Portal. It lets me turn my phone into a stream deck, essentially. So when you guys... Work. What's that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It didn't work. It, it's, it's not that important. I have no idea what what you're trying to do. Okay, but when I when you guys see me go to like mute, my- like I just did there, or when you guys see me hit a button to go to the question of the week, like I did right there, that's all because of Touch Portal. It has a lot of other utilities. Um, it can be used. Um, oh, I see what you did now. We, we tried to Ron Burger to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think? Okay, so real quick. I just looked over at my show notes and uh, they turned uh, my sentence basically turns your phone into a stream deck into basically turns your phone into a stream dick. I see what you guys are doing there. I don't just read those for the show. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a bunch of other um, there's a bunch of other stuff that you can use stream or uh, stream. God, now you guys got me fucked up. Touch Portal 4. You guys can use it for programming tools. So if you guys are doing um, C++, Python, uh, JavaScripting, anything like that, you guys can actually um, create macros using Touch Portal to help make that job easier, especially if you're, like, programming on the run, you know, using a laptop. It helps actually create uh, a a wide variety of tools. Um, It can be used for video editing and photo editing, 
um, media controls, all sorts of great stuff can uh, uh, Touch Portal can do. The only thing, the main complaints I have right now is there's not first-party support for Discord. Uh, the third-party support was pretty jank, and I just ended up getting rid of it. I said, fuck it. Um, and the third-party support for Spotify is pretty jank, too. Um, I'm really hoping to, they're going to get be the... fair. Yeah. Real quick, to be fair, the Spotify support on Stream Deck is actually kind of jank. At least it was last time I tried to use it. Like, every other stream, I go to hit, a, go to hit like, next song or something, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't work. It would, it would give me the little red... Uh, or the little triangle with the exclamation point in it, it wouldn't work. So to be mm. fair, Stream Deck, which you pay good money for, has uh, they they need to work on their Spotify stuff too. Cool, that's good to know. That's good to know. And um, so one thing I will say is that Touch Portal is a freemium uh, thing. You get two pages of up to like twelve buttons, I think, for, on the free version. And it's $12 for the paid version, and it's assigned to your Android or iOS account. Um, and then you install the other part of the software on your PC. It can be connected via USB, or it can, if you're on the same Wi-Fi network, it'll uh, connect itself. It's a fantastic piece of software. I highly recommend people try it out and, and just see what it, what it can do for them. Um, Green, what's your uh, fifth? Uh, my fifth would have to be... Um, seven zip. Um, I've had a lot of people send me compressed files or zipped files. Uh, that's a good way to get those files unzipped and uncompressed. Um, and it's free to use. Um, and then an option uh, if you're in school uh, or college right now, um, a good option for digital note taking would be Evernote. Um, my fiance used that a lot. Um, that is also free to use, um, and you can one. also you can also journal in there too. Like that's how she used to journal on the go until she I got her the iPad. So it's a good option. It's a it's a double. Nice seven zipper Evernote. Evernote's a good one. I like Evernote. Excellent. For me, uh, my fifth. I have a bonus um, that I wanted to throw in for people because one of the biggest hot topics in content creation, specifically on Twitch. Um, this doesn't really as much pertain to Twitch because there are a lot of DMCA free playlists, but looking for DMCA free music to use in videos um, makes it a little more difficult because you can't just like download Spotify songs and add them to without, you know, doing some sketchy shit. So YouTube Audio Library and Sound Bible actually provide you uh, DMCA free and copyright free music to be able to use in backgrounds of videos and stuff like that if you're doing content creation. I used a YouTube audio library early on when I started getting my hands on stuff until I started using one to share for more. And they actually have an audio library that you can use that comes with the license. Uh, so yeah, audio, YouTube audio library and sound Bible are both really good options for like DMCA free, good, you know, background music to add to videos for like hype videos and stuff like that. Excellent. So uh, I think that, I mean, that does it. Those are, that's 15 pieces of software free that you guys should know about that can help save you guys some money. You don't need to pay for some of these expensive services like Adobe or um, or you don't have to pay for uh, uh, what's um, Zoom. You don't have to pay for a shit ton on Zoom. Um, 
or for Microsoft Office, and you know, don't have to if you know how to use Revo and Installer, you don't have to take your uh, computer to uh, a shop to get viruses removed or anything like that. And you can help Grandma out because Grandma really needs help with that computer, honey. Yeah, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Grandma. Um, okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic here, which is uh, tech companies sent a letter to Biden. Yeah, um, so this is AMD, NVIDIA, and Intel, and a bunch of others, including IBM, um, Western Digital, and uh, Broadcom and Quad, uh, Qualcomm, uh, sent a letter to the Biden administration urging them to find and fund ways to bolster the semiconductor manufacturing and research industry in the United States. A big part, there's been a, the, the semiconductor shortage um, due to the pandemic and other supply issues has been a huge factor in uh, the shortages in um, computer parts in the high in uh, the ever increasing demand is because the supply is low. Uh, it's also affecting automotive. Um, our friend Zombie Potion uh, shared an article last week or the week before in my discord uh, related to the 2021 Ford or uh, 2022 Ford F-150s uh, are their manufacturing is getting reduced because of the semiconductor shortage, which is required for internal components of the of the uh, trucks. Uh, so, I mean, it's a big deal. Um, some real st uh, quick stats that I found, according to my source over at PC Gamer, uh, according to them, over the last uh, 31 years, the U.S. share of the semiconductor manufacturing, which was global, um, went from 31% to 12%, um, where a lot of that production was picked up overseas. I also imagine a big part of the shortage or uh, another issue related to this is if a lot of those semiconductors are being made in China, um, I don't know if Trump tariffs are still applied to those like they are applied to um, components like motherboards and, and graphics cards. Um, these execs are saying that they, that without a prop up from the government, they quote, believe Biden's economic recovery and infrastructure goals remain unreachable, end quote. Uh, they advise the president for quote, substantial funding for, uh, or incentives for semiconductor manufacturing in the form of grants and or tax credits and for basic and applied semiconductor research, uh, is their prescriptive cure. Um, they also state that the U.S. is also, quote, uncompetitive in attracting investments in new fabrication, uh, new fab construction. Our technology leadership is at risk in the race for preeminence in the technologies of the future, including AI, 5G, 6G, and quantum computing, end quote. So that I, I have yet to see the Biden administration respond. Um, my quick take is, yeah. Obviously, there's a huge semiconductor shortage and really do hope something gets done soon. Um, and we do need some sort of manufacturing and research and reinvestment in the country, uh, especially because the Trump, the former administration, decided they wanted to put tariffs on goods that we weren't producing here in the States yet. Um, and those tariffs are still in place here in this country. But I am leery of companies wanting tax incentives. Because all we need to do is look at Foxconn and what they did in Wisconsin. 
with their rotting buildings in Mount Pleasant that they demolished family homes for and Trump helped break ground on. It was uh, something like a multi-billion dollar investment in which no jobs have been have have entered that state. Um, if tax incentives are going to be introduced, it better be well thought out. Instead of a loophole, make it actually worth the incentive. Like yeah. they actually make it practical. Yeah, and a that's big... where that's where we're falling apart, in my opinion. Is that we're that we keep instituting all these tax incentives and tax cuts, and everything, but they're not practical. They're mm -hmm. literally just providing ways for these companies to save a little bit of money here and there. And why should we give them more money if they're going to turn around and actually damage the consumer in some way or another by destroying family homes mm -hmm. in the process? Here and here's something that I, I think people don't realize and. As someone from the Midwest who lives in a town and is from a town who needs more economic uh, opportunities, building a Foxconn, uh, the plant was built to build LCD screens. Why did you build that in Wisconsin? Uh, <laughs> why did why did you not build that in say Seattle or somewhere along the the Washington coast or Oregon coast or? It, California or somewhere uh, where shipping lanes actually exist because, again, I live in Iowa. I want to see economic opportunities, but if the if you're going to build facilities, uh, it probably makes sense logistically to not have to then truck over all your components. Exactly, it, and it probably has to do something with property value or like like you yeah. know, like cost cost of property. That's why like. There's there's some companies that have property here in Oklahoma that don't really make sense, like airline manufacturing or aircraft manufacturing. You know, uh, Boeing can uh, got a bunch of stuff sent down here because they can hire everybody. They're cheap to work and um, everything's inexpensive to lease and own buildings because property is cheap here. And it's but it doesn't make sense. Like, like I mean, because then you got a railway, all that stuff back to Seattle, like. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I understand trying to save money on property, but Jesus Christ, you know, you're yeah. making it a logistical nightmare on yourself and on your consumers. Yeah. Um, Green, did you have anything you want to add to this? Uh, I'm kind of wondering if it will fall on deaf ears, um, especially with you know, you know, I'm I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be mean, but I mean, Biden is pretty old, so he's probably gonna have to have someone. <laughs> Someone explained like why this is important. Kamala's gonna have to sit down with him. Okay, like, Joe. Here, you like <laughs> you like your your cell phone. I liked it better when it flipped. You know, like you know, someone's got to really explain. Like, yeah, you know, it's a it's a genuine thing, especially with progress um, in like new technologies, which is, you know, let's face it, like computers are are the future and are the present so um it's definitely definitely hopefully they actually listen i think one, I, I think one of the issues right now that they're also the, the timing of this you know they're still in the process of drafting a very controversial 1.9 trillion dollar covid relief bill and instead of maybe trying to pin a letter to say hey you know we can use some of that to because the covid relief by producing that here in america will take the the uh, pressure off the fact that we were having to import it from a country that was more like more so affected in getting it shipped from here to uh, from there to here 
and but they're asking for tax credits it's like there's you know they i don't know it seems like their timing on this was was bad because yeah. there's there's so much going on right now that mm-hmm. if they would have waited like i don't know maybe four or five months see how this relief deal if they get the vaccine rolling out and can at least get things back to at least a sense of not necessarily normalcy because i don't think we're ever going to get that but at least to a sense of being able to finally spread our resources into other areas that would have been the time to pin this letter it just feels like it was really it was just really bad timing while there's never really a good time to ask for tax incentives and stuff but yeah you know, it's, and I, it, it's still you know that whole thing yeah and i will say that they did get uh a there was a defense act thing or something related um, to defense that they got uh, another bolster. So they're actually asking on top of whatever bolster they got from that. They're asking for more, but that's why. And that's why all these things keep going overseas is because they're having to get more and more and more money to produce Mm -hmm. them here. You know, it's like at some point it's going to be like Twitch to Amazon, you know, like when is it going to just be to the point where it's just hemorrhaging money all the time? No hiccup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both went for a drink right there at the same time. Um, okay, uh, any other thoughts on this particular topic? No. Okay. No. Uh, I think we have one more topic here, which, uh, Green, you got. Uh, European yeah. retailers are charging more for uh, cards that have not been released yet. Yeah. So your European retailer Pro Shop uh, have pre-released the pricing for the NVIDIA RTX 3060. Um, which launches on February 25th. Um, the minimum pricing that they are putting for is 30, or €499 Euros or 2,799 Polish Zlotsy. 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 Um, Polish which, monies. Polish monies. <laughs> uh, that roughly equates to 603 US dollars, um, which is definitely... A price increase because the official MSRP in Europe for the the thirty sixty card um, is supposed to, is set at three hundred and twenty nine euros or one thousand five hundred ninety nine Polish monies zoltsies zoltsi zolt that's that's what the Wikipedia pronunciation guide said. So if I'm wrong, Wikipedia is wrong. Polish bills, uh, and that's an increase of fifty two percent. And seventy five percent, respectively. Okay, so you know, fifty two percent increase for euros, seventy five percent for Polish bills, um, which is insane. Um, especially since like the card hasn't released yet. I know Nvidia had like sent them the cards. Um, there's nothing they can really do about them. You know, cha- you know, selling it higher than MSRP, except for maybe change it like in the future, like limiting the amount of cards they send to that company. Um, so, but it's a pretty jank increase, especially since the card's not out. And it's a, the 3060 series, it's the 60 series cards are always usually the very budget friendly cards. Um, so 399 euros, I think one euro equates to 1.31 US dollars. So it's like a $350 card roughly give or take a few dollars. So it's a very budget card. So with like the, the, you know, pandemic and the insufficient amount of like, you know, semiconductors, like in our last story, um, the, the stock is probably not going to be very high for these cards. 
Um, so uh, I don't I don't like the company's increase higher than MSRP. I mean, it's still a business. They still have to make money. But that's a lot of money that they're making if they sell these cards, which I'm sure people will buy. But yeah, increase on, and it's only a pro shop that we've heard so far. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, that seems very fucking A 52% markup, yeah. Yeah. And 75% for Polish people, the Polands. Yeah, that's just woof. That's a woof the rude for a, budget, for a budget card. Yeah. Budget card. Yeah, which is crazy because the 3060 Ti already came out, which usually the 3060 comes out before the you know the Ti version. But I mean, you know, still like it's a budget, it's a budget budget card, and they're making it like mid range card prices. Thanks, scalpers. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks, Nvidia. Thanks, Nvidia. Um, scalpers. They're not scalpers. Bitcoin Data miners. Yeah, Bitcoin miners. Crypto bros. Crypto bros. Crypto also, bros. What happened to those? All those people with diamond hands? Huh? Huh? What happened to all you? What happened to all you motherfuckers with diamond hands? Caved. <laughs> um. Fucking quitters. Fucking quitters. To um, the moon. To the moon. Goes to the moon. More, more like to the convenience store down the road, you cheap bastards. I was going to say, this is like a SpaceX launch where it just fucking like combusted midair. Hey, they ended that rocket eventually. What was that? You got robots. They successfully landed that rocket eventually. It's <laughs> true. True. Eventually. But eventually eventually um is there anything else that we wanted to mention uh in this week's show no it's a pretty slow week really it's we been a... the pandemic but we did over. still cover quite a bit like i thought I, we did really well with the uh the free the free softwares i think go download that shit are people. we are we are we gonna fillet ourselves blow some smoke up our uh, up each other's asses right now about how well we did yeah <laughs> we deserve it okay and so do, do you we we viewers. use <laughs> we we usually reserve that for when the when the when the camera stops rolling. <laughs> um, no, today it's gonna be the self deprecating. Like as soon as the camera goes off, what the fuck was it? Danny's gonna throw shit. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. You guys don't know Put the that coffee down. <laughs> you guys don't know the abuse they go through every time that this show stops. Every time that that raid button goes off, I hit stop recording and stop streaming. These guys just fucking get it. You don't even he know. What's that? These, gla these glasses will be wet me. by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, the, the absolute abuse these two suffer at my hands. I'm surprised that I haven't been called out on it by Twitter on Twitter yet. I've, I've tried filing a restraining order, and they say no. They're like, if you live in the same residence and there's no proof, I <laughs> I fully expect a tweet to come out, and it's just a screenshot of Rev's from Rev's phone. It's just on the notes app of I, I I'm writing this because I can't take it anymore. Uh, the abuse and vitriol that Danny K spews out of me every week is too much, and it just keeps going on, listing all the terrible things I do to these guys. 
Dude doesn't even give me a neck kiss or anything. <laughs> the final straw was he shit in my shoe. <laughs> Actually, to that point, real quick, last night when I was playing Happy's Humble Burger Farm Barn, I was like, which one of you cowards shit in my pants? <laughs> nice. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Mr. Green Elite, tell me what's coming up on your channel. Um, I'm going to be playing... Uh, some Destiny this week and some Call of Duty. The same thing I say every week. Uh, I, I'm probably going to work in some of The Witcher. Um, and then hopefully this weekend I get a Phasmophobia stream in. Go. Um, maybe it's some Go to Duty. I don't know. I have so many options now. Dead by Daylight. So many so many games. So little time. But uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Grinley. Also on all the uh, social medias as Mr. Grinley, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, all the all the fancy stuffs. Um, yeah. Excellent. Padre, your turn. Yeah. Hello there. So coming up for me, uh, I'm going to be continuing Omori, which has been kind of like a Undertale slash Earthbound-esque RPG style game. It's been a lot of fun. All the battles are done with like hand-drawn stuff, so that was really cool. Uh, going to be continuing that. While also continuing to upload to YouTube, I've been doing these things called Revs Quick Bites, where I'm playing a little short, anywhere between 30-minute to an hour games and just uploading them in a single-run single, single run playthrough, uh, while also simultaneously putting up past streams that may have been missed uh, in in bits and I'm actually currently kind of pushing towards YouTube Partner. Um, I'm just now kind of starting to take it seriously because I didn't realize how close I was until a little while ago, and then I kind of kept it under the radar, and then I was like, you know what? This could be a real thing if maybe I put it out there, so... Uh, you can find me literally anywhere, including, well, let me let me rephrase. Twitch and YouTube, you can find me at RevSfin. Then everywhere else, literally everywhere else, you can find me RevSfin TV. I have, I even have a MySpace. Like, I mean, I'm everywhere. I don't make music. That's what MySpace is now, but I'm, I'm there. Um, so, yeah, that that's, that's going to be pretty much what I've got going on. I'm going to continue streaming in the mornings. Uh, I'm going to get back on my 9 a.m. central schedule for, what is it, four days a week, and then... Uh, I'm actually pulling my streams from YouTube's on Monday nights, and I'm gonna do more like goofy, fun uh, community stuff over on Twitch. Yeah, actually, divert the resources for that community stuff there, as opposed to trying to push streams on YouTube. Excellent. I was gonna ask if you had a pure volume account, but it looks like pure volume isn't a social media network anymore. Mm. The big sads. Big sads. The big sads. Um. Let's see. My channel this week is going to be actually pretty quiet because I have a family vacation starting on Thursday and I won't be back until Tuesday afternoon, just in time for the podcast next week. Um, I am not leaving you guys high and dry, though. I do have some uh, I do have some stream highlights uh, going up on YouTube um, from my not for broadcast episode two playthrough. So that'll be up in two parts uh, on Saturday if you guys want that. Um, if you guys missed my, my stream of, of not for, not for broadcast episode two, um, other than that guys, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Danny K D A N I E C A E. And also on YouTube, Danny K media. Uh, it's also where this place, uh, or that's also where this podcast is uh, posted. Um, we do have a question of the week. Don't forget to answer the question of the week, which is. Uh, did you buy anything this Steam Lunar New Year sale? And if so, what did you buy? Let us know in the comments, or you guys can tweet at us um, using our Twitters 
uh, I don't know what else you would tweet at us using other than our Twitters. Um, Rev showing off his, uh, his, uh, adult, uh, merch there. Um, if you guys missed any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to help support the show, there are a few different ways. You guys can drop us a like. You can subscribe to this YouTube channel. You can drop us all follows on Twitch. You guys can leave a comment on YouTube. But the best number one top tier way, the way of true champions, is by telling your friends about the show. Seriously, it means a lot to us when you guys tell your friends about the show. And hopefully you guys get value out of us. Um, other than that, guys, seriously, if you live anywhere where we're getting like these frigid Arctic temperatures, stay safe, stay warm. Hearts go out to the people in Texas who are dealing with these um, not so controlled blackouts now. Seriously, take it, you know, take it from me. You do not want to be uh, stuck outside in the cold. Don't go anywhere you don't have to. Put blankets up on the windows. <laughs> Try to stay warm. Stay 